100% sure what the name of that bar was. It wasn't, uh, oh, what, what is that? Uh, what's that bar that I'm thinking of? You know, off 103rd and Metcalf. Well, we went to Coach's. Uh, we went to Coach's. At 135th. Yeah. And then you went to another bar in Overland Park yeah. where there were a lot of uh, middle aged men. I'm sure. Drinking yeah. uh, Budweiser products. Pretty much. Oh, I've got I've, the, the mystery. This is just killing me. I've got to know where this other bar is. Hello and welcome to episode 23, Michael Jordan, of Colts and Cocktails. And this is a special edition. Very special. Cheers, my friend. Always a special edition. Well, it's always special, but tonight is especially special. It's a special special. Um, Because we're going to talk about the Arkansas Derby. Yeah. And I'm actually going to be down at the Arkansas Derby. Yes, you are. Um, did you ever figure out what bar you went to, what the other bar was? I am trying to think of it. Uh, I went to Coach's yeah. earlier to watch the uh, Yankees home opener. Did you get more enjoyment out of the Yankees win or the fact that the Red Sox lost 10-9? to 9? Uh, Yeah, honestly, I had, a, I had a dream last night that Aroldis Chapman was our starter. I know, and I woke up in a cold sweat. Fox and Hound. Tell me you went to Fox and Hound. I did not go to okay. Fox and Hound. That was what I. That was the bar yeah. I was thinking of. No. Well, you didn't go to Hooters. I did not go to Hooters. And I can't remember to... the name of the place that we went. And it wasn't Twin Peaks. No. Okay. Uh, my brother and I went to watch the uh, Yankees home opener. You know, uh, Cole had an amazing game, and I said it was funny because like I had this dream that uh, Chapman was starting, and he was just throwing filthy stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, uh, uh, aspirin tablets. No, it was, uh, the Japanese guy, uh, that was throwing just sick stuff. Otani. Otani. Yeah. Otani. He was throwing Otani just absolutely amazing stuff. Uh, in the uh, first couple of innings that was just moving all over the place. And I'm like, oh, where has this guy been? And then I woke up and I'm like, oh, thank God. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. So the Yankees had the... uh, No, but we had like Aaron Judge, first at bat. That's awesome. First at bat, first swing. Nailed one 420 feet. That's solid. Yeah. What... uh... So, were there any other people there specifically to watch the Yankees game? No, just uh, no, just the two of us. Yeah, very nice and very excited that uh, uh, he, uh, hallelujah, he is Rizzo. (laughs) Only because we made those shirts last year and we were uh, kind of nervous that he was, yeah, that was not going to be on the team this year, but. Yeah, he's back. One of the only guys that we should be signing right. back. Uh, Torres also hit a home run, correct? Torres did. A good day in the Glaberhood. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Um, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, we went to the bullpen. Okay. 
We went from coaches to the bullpen. The bullpen. There, there seems like a theme there. There's a baseball opening yeah. day theme. Very nice. Yeah. Now, that's funny. Um, <laughs> the bull. I don't even know where that is or what it is. Uh, off of 135th, and who okay. cares? Yeah, there. Yeah. I was. I was for a second. I was hoping you were going to say that you went to that place over by Panera at 75th and I-35 called Birdies, that has the oh. wood, the wood paneling. Yeah, like Bennigan's, but yeah, no, we did not go to Birdies. Yeah. Okay. No. Uh, I don't even know where to go with that. This is episode 23. We're drinking a cocktail called the Green Ghost. The Green Ghost. Um, so the recipe is four ounces gin, one ounce chartreuse, one ounce lime juice, but you made it a little bit different. Tell me what the, what you did. Uh, I just made doubles. Modification. Uh, modification. Uh, you, you used vodka and uh, gin. Oh, I did. That's yes. What, yeah. Cause I, yes. Cause I ran out of, uh, I ran out of, uh, London gin and used a bit of vodka for this one, but I will say it's actually a good cut. Oh yeah, because I, you know, too much gin can be a a strong thing. I what is what did I have earlier this week? Uh, gin. Oh hell, Matthew, you should remember this. It was a oh because uh, I what, what's yeah it's gin and lime juice. What is that? Um, a gimlet. Yes. Well, so a lot. Most of the time, I drink vodka gimlets. Oh, but uh, you know, my little calendar came up. Yeah, gimlet. Well, I, I didn't really even know this because I always just drink vodka gimlets. You know, a true gimlet is yeah you know, gin. So, yeah, I drank uh, just a just a couple of those yeah. a few nights ago. So nice. Um, and then obviously, I've been drinking my uh, Vesper martinis because I was running low on the vodka. So. Uh, after the last episode, I have been drinking Pendergasts mm-hmm. quite a bit. Solid drink, man. They are very, very good. That's probably going to be round two this evening. I mean, it's I, probably going to be that. I would not. Uh, I ain't mad at you. Yeah. I'm going to have to spend seven, eight hours in the car tomorrow, so I definitely ain't mad at you. My God. I'm actually going to Dave Vitell tomorrow night. Oh, really? Yeah, he's playing at the Improv. He's still a thing, huh? He's oh, still yeah. around. I love David Tell. Well, so he's one of the comedians that hasn't jerked off in front of somebody, huh? Yeah, I know, right? Okay. Like, he Good. was in the uh, <laughs> he was in the same uh, group that came up with, what, Sarah Silverman yeah. and uh, Patton Oswalt, and yeah. Oh, man, didn't he used to have a show on Comedy Central? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he did. Back in the uh, late 90s, early that, 2000s. He actually did an episode in Kansas City. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, up all night or something like that. We used to, I used to, like when it wasn't, the, whatever nights it wasn't busy at the bar and comedy, so we'd turn the volume to that, I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, bartending. But yeah, yeah, man, I don't, yeah, geez. I haven't heard that name in some time. Does he have a, uh, he doesn't have a Netflix special out? No, he uh, he doesn't. I just I remember the last time that I saw him live was at uh, Sanford and Sons. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Down in uh, Westport, back when that was a thing in the early two thousands. Jeez. Uh huh. Things being a thing, uh, I was thinking about this earlier. Do you still? I mean, I know you're rocking that Buick, right? 
Yeah, yeah. Does it have a CD player? It does actually. Okay. Yeah. Do you do you ever put a CD in there? No, I haven't put a CD in there for. Okay. A... Think about this for a minute, okay? And okay. I'll I'll give you one, and then maybe you'll have one or two. I'll give you two actually. Okay. Um, I was mowing the yard um, today, uh-huh. and in March. Okay. Well, I'm gonna be out of town for six days, so. And the, we put some stuff on the grass, and it got it's hairy. So I went ahead and just you know it. gave it a nice buzz, uh, give it a flat top, and put the Spotify on, just whatever. I don't even remember what it was, some kind of mix. And a couple songs came up, and I I remember because I was when I was uh, working, still working at the batting cages. I was. You worked at batting cages. Yeah, it was Mac and Sites. They they also did. Uh, oh yeah, yeah they did uh, lessons and you know, yeah it was their main. But yeah, it was batting cages. I worked there in uh, high school and then I was a uh, shift manager, and so like my freshman and sophomore year of college. Yeah, you don't have to humble brag about that. I would yeah I would go back there and uh, well because I the guy hired me away from uh, Overland Park Athletic Club. He went over there, so I he hired him. you away yeah. for batting cages. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, because he was running the he was running the one because, dude, I was sixteen when I started. You know, I was driving over there and I showed up. I mean, yeah. and, and when you remember, like when you when you're you know when you had your first job. Mm-hmm. I mean, essentially, all you had to do was show up and do what you were told, and you could move up to ranks. I mean, like that's you know. true. Um, but <laughs> some music came on, and I just remember, oh my god, I played the shit out of this CD, and I'll give you two that came up. One was the Fugees. Oh, I yeah. played. I play. I think I have two copies of that. I think wow. I've actually paid for two copies of that disc in my lifetime because I scratched the first one up so much. And this one, I can't re- decide whether or not I'm uh, truly embarrassed about this or not. I mean, because I still listen to music from this. Dave Matthews and Tim Reynolds live at Luther College. Live at Luther College, Is- I listen to every single night. Okay, How, freshman yeah. year at college. Yeah, I mean, right? I just, I, yeah. I, I was, I, I, it came on. I was like, this sounds familiar. Live and, at Luther College was the best album, and it seemed like it was like one of the first, like I don't know, live acoustic song. Forty one. Yes, I mean, yeah, like forty one, uh, two step. I mean, like it has all. Mm-hmm. It has. Uh, yeah, it's a great. That was before they did all those like whatever live tracks, Dave Matthews stuff, yeah, or not, but. Oh yeah, that was uh, uh, those were two uh, two songs that came on. I'm like, I remember playing the crap out of that on yeah. K10. So I was uh, listening to uh, Bare Naked Ladies, oh, uh, no, Brian, yes. Brian Wilson, Brian Wilson. Yeah. Oh yes. Uh, what's what? Uh, Space Hog. Space Hog. Now see, but that would that have just been one song? Yeah. You, that yeah. was in the least, meantime. Yeah, at least uh, Bare Naked Ladies had. Multiple songs that I probably listened to. Oh, actually, that was uh, well. That was the same time mm-hmm. that I started appreciating Courtney Love more than Kurt Cobain. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I, I'm here to say it. I like Courtney Love's music more than Kurt Cobain's. Well, and uh, we're not going to sit here and debate it, but. I think you could probably make a an argument that whole she had more um, is better than Nirvana. diverse diverse music. They kind of they kind of had the same sound 
and that, yep. you know, uh, verse, course, verse. Yeah. If you will. I uh, have a, a, a great bit uh, from the other day. Uh, guys that I know uh, made, uh, you will enjoy this okay. uh, for the uh, AI minute. Oh, yeah, the marketing yeah. minute. Yep. So, uh, artificial his, intelligence. Uh, his doll E. Okay. Uh, deal was his spirit animal, which was a squirrel. Uh, with early '90s grunge outfit, uh, drinking coffee in a bar. <laughs> what the hell? Oh, I I will give you the full description that he gave me later. <laughs> you will enjoy it. Yeah. So let's dive right into uh, the marketing minute, the AI chat that we like to have. I was actually so we were talking before we started recording. Um, about Google Workspace, uh, the stuff that you guys use at, at your uh, office, what we use at our office, we also use Workspace. Yeah. Um, but uh, we have a few users that use Office 365, which I think is the correct, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it used to be whatever it was. And <clears throat> so I did read on the 16th, like a blog post from the Microsoft people, they've got something called Copilot, which is essentially their version of chat gbt and all that oh. so they're gonna have it and it, they're rolling it out it's like i don't have it yet yeah but i'm gonna have it at some point so i'm gonna have some deal where i'll just click a button and then poof, it's gonna tell you all about the casket i told you i mean it's crazy. i told you uh the theory that's floating out there right? okay yeah can we can we can we dive into this just a little bit for a couple minutes yeah all right um, are you going to, uh, here, I get the text, hold on, I get a text from you, because I got to reach over for my phone, I get a text from you, wow, I got some texts just now, oh, all about, uh, here we this, go. This is the uh, text that you send right after you exhale. Right. There's a theory floating out there that OpenAI's artificial intelligence created Bitcoin and cryptocurrency so that the mining for crypto would feed the application tons of data to help it come into its current form of chat GBT. And I said, are you serious? And you said, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, do you think, do you think that might? I don't know. I mean, uh, here, here's part of it. Nobody actually knows. There's, I think, more than a little bit of data that says who actually created uh, uh, Bitcoin. Um, Yeah, but they don't know exactly who. But they don't know exactly who. Is there the opportunity that an AI created it in order to become more intelligent? It almost sounds like a chicken or the egg type deal. To me, no, it didn't actually happen. But <laughs> fake news. It's a it's a really fun thing to think about. Oh, it's and hilarious. and actually, I'm more concerned that Chat GPT is currently doing that with something else. Right. Yeah. A friend of mine actually came over to the office today and uh, told me that he has a data feed from all of Google searches. Okay. Uh, that we can now mine for 
targeting individuals. Yeah. Oh. Oh, damn. I mean, we have. Okay, this is probably gonna just crazy uh, to scare you a little bit, but like I have access to two hundred different databases and two hundred thousand different uh, customer segments that right, can well, tell me yeah. what you might be interested in that I can. The, this send you messages on and it's not anything that's like diabolical it's just that like this is something that you were researching anyway we're just sending you messages about things that you might be interested in that you didn't know about the thing about it is so we're I guess kind of aware of this there are people our age that don't like this my wife doesn't particularly like sure all the stuff that. But I but here's my here's my uh, big deal about it. Like, why does nobody want this? Mm-hmm. Like, you're getting messages from things that you actually want, right? And so this was the the this happened a couple. And this has been several years. I say a couple years. It's before. It's pre 2018. I think. Um, one one year, I can't remember because we were going to Target a lot, so we both made uh, New Year's resolutions to get Target cards because you get five yeah. percent back. Yeah, and I don't. So we started. We were reading about something, some article, news article, and a, a father. Uh, so I guess his daughter had been buying stuff, maybe with their family's, uh, you know, Target card, and long story short. Then Target was sending them, like, you know, targeted ads, okay? Pun, right. Pun intended. And some of those things were baby formula, diapers, things of that nature. Sure. And he wanted to know, he got very upset and wanted to know why he was getting this. And he said, well, some, you know, your purchases are the same purchases as people that, you know, have a kid. You know, they're going to, getting ready to have a kid. And... I guess he went to the store, got very uh, vocal with the manager, whatever, and then shortly thereafter found out that his teenage daughter was pregnant. <laughs> now this guy actually went back to the store and apologized. So I mean, nobody would. So this was pre. Yeah. So this was pre twenty sixteen, right? Right. <laughs> um, because nobody's doing that. That after was pre twenty sixteen. Yeah, it's, it had to. Have been. Oh no, that was retargeting. Yeah, yeah, that so had. Yeah, that, I mean, that's you, not. You had that's the not, availability right, for that, retargeting at that's, that point. Yeah, I mean, that's like. Um, she went. She went onto the site, entered her information, and they just retargeted her yeah. with ads. Yeah. So. She, uh, or or the devices in her household. And yes. so now they are. I mean, you can we can so we can do much that more drilling. Yeah, you guys can do we can we stuff. can do that now without you going to the site. That's, I mean, I get it. It's just it's crazy, uh, you know, to think about. Um, it's like Minority Report. I mean, I not not in like a bad way. I don't like right. we can actually isolate people that are intending. Mm-hmm. To do certain things and give them information about places that they didn't know existed before that. What I think that you, should in my probably... opinion, as a marketer, we can expose people to things that they didn't know about previously. Correct. Yeah. 
what I think that you should start exposing to people is what horses are going to finish in the money. Not uh, Calum, uh, Camelo. <laughs> I just got I just got sent an article about all the uh, Camelio. What are we talking about? It's the uh, Arkansas deal that I sent you the other day. Oh shit! Hold on. Camelimo. Hey. Yeah. Hey, by the way, I did get my, uh, yeah, Colom- Colomio. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Where, uh, where, where the... Just, just put a t-shirt. Just plug the t-shirt. Just plug that t-shirt there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just got sent an article uh, by somebody in the Panrose Syndicate about all the uh, computer-aided wagering programs. Uh, that there are on the on the market right now. Oh, right. Yeah, and it's it's a long read, so I'm gonna have to wait until I'm in the car tomorrow on the yeah. on the on the drive down. Let's. Uh, I'll tell you what. Let's take a look at some races at Oakland. Okay? Yeah. And let's look at well, first of all. Let's look at race five, which is the Grade Three Oakland Mile, and it's for four year olds and up. Okay. And it's a Grade. Grade three. Did I already say that? Yeah. All right. We're gonna. You're gonna go by names, and then I'm gonna pick, and I'm gonna pick a straight track. I know the names. Uh, no, you no, no, actually, the, this is no, one no, of the. Oh, okay. This is different. This is not the Arkansas Derby. This is. The, oh, okay. I was is, gonna say because yeah, you so. just sent me these uh, the other day. No, yeah. So yeah. you you've done your homework on the and Derby, the, and I did do my homework on those, and I yes. feel confident in uh, my picks on that. Okay. So, first horse uh, coming out of the one hole, Smile Happy, who uh, last year uh, ran eighth in the Derby and has not... Smile Happy? Yeah, has only raced once since. Uh, raced in, uh, let's see, the 16th of March. Who did he got on the mound? One. Uh, Arietta. Arietta, and who's the trainer? Um, Kenny McPeak. Oh, McPeak. Oh, yeah. Do, uh, McPeak? Uh actually has a lot of horses uh, in contention. Yeah, and uh, I'll tell you what, too. This is second off a big layoff. Okay. The guy I make fun of all the time. uh, Baffert? Yeah, Baffert on uh, on this deal. All right. I'm willing to admit a guy that I make fun of all the time is a good trainer. Okay. Yeah. But he still dresses like a goof. He also dresses like a goof and looks like he's trying to steal the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> That's a callback to episode 22. Correct. <laughs> the two horse, Necker Island. Necker Island been around a while. Yeah, okay. Number three, hero status. I Derivative, but okay. <laughs> You're probably gonna like this one. Uh, out of Steve Asmussen's barn, the four silver prospector. Yes, absolutely. I knew you would. Well, Steve Asmussen horse, I like. Yeah, gray, uh, six year old. Yep. I mean, yeah, we can't beat it. Tyler Gaffleoni. Yep. In the mount, uh, eight to one morning line. Oh, Nick. Oh, it sounds like you're price hunting, my friend. I am. All right, uh, the five Caddo River. D. Wayne Lucas trainer caddo river or cato river 
I believe it's pronounced Caddo. C-A-D-D-O. Oh, okay. Santana in the mount. And let's see. What do we got here? 31 to 60 uh, days off. Uh, ROI of 212. Let's see if we've got anything else. Ooh, jockey trainer combo. Not great. Um, six, Atoka. Another D. Wayne Lucas horse. This one's at 20 to 1. And D. Wayne Lucas actually has a lot of horses in contention. And he's out here at like a thousand years old, still training yeah. horses, training uh, grade one winners. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, the seven horse, Hopper, big time favorite here. Seven to five morning line favorite. Uh, Johnny Vasquez. Okay. Uh, Bob Baffert. Yep. Yeah, there you All go. right, dude. Hopper's, Hopper's in my one. All right. Oh, man. Okay. Four-year-old. I've never even heard of this horse. Which one? Hopper. Oh. So uh, well, I mean, Baffert's the uh, trainer, and he's going off at what? Seven to five. Okay. Yeah. Okay, he's in the outside post there. Uh, okay, so there's only seven horses in this race. I'm going to go. Here's what I'm going to. Oh, nine. I'm sorry. Yeah, seven to five and nine to five. Ooh. Am I going to try to beat these favorites? Oh. Are you? I mean, damn. Let me look at this. Baffert had a good run with one of the uh, uh, one of the horses in the uh, in the Arkansas Derby. Oh yeah. Uh, so twenty the first year twenty twenty. They had so many horses in the Arkansas Derby uh, because when uh, everything else had shut down and a lot of the tracks did, they split it up into two. And so Charlatan won. And then I'm trying to think of the other horse. I mean, they both won, and neither of those raced in the Derby. And then it was uh, his other horse that won the Derby that has since passed away. Uh, Medina Spirit. You're going to know this one. No, it wasn't Medina Spirit. Uh, did not race in the Arkansas Derby. Right, correct. No, I know, but yeah. there was a former Baffert horse in the Arkansas oh, Derby. Oh, American Pharaoh. Yes. Yeah, American yeah. Pharaoh won the, won the Rebel. No, won no, no, the no. Derby, no, American then... Pharaoh isn't in the Arkansas okay. Derby. No, but, uh, oh, I thought we were talking about the past. You're talking no, about I'm the... saying there's a former Baffert horse in the Arkansas Derby. Right, with Yakteen, yes. Yes. Absolutely. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah, we'll get to, yes, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, Reincarnate, is that right? Yes, Reincarnate. Reincarnate, I will say, knows that <laughs> he's it the is the horse. I he sent, you, the, I sent yes. you the pick the other day. Yeah. That's the only horse smiling and mugging <laughs> for the camera. Yeah. I love it. All right, here's where I'm going to go. Okay. All right, here's straight try. And yes, I am so four, one, five. I'm going four, one, five. Yeah, Hopper, this seven to five favorite for Baffert. He's not going to finish in the trifecta. I'm you going don't four, think so? one, I'm going four, one, five. All right. Screw you. I'm going with Baffert's horse. I'm, pl- I'm playing that. I'm, I'm so confident. I'm going to, instead of playing that uh, try for 50 cents, I'm going to play it for a dollar. For a dollar? Yeah, I'm going to play you know, that. Folding money? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. All right. I can't, wait for the, I can't wait for the kids to get there, and I'll give them whatever I'm going to give them. I'll be, you know, we'll, I'll give them some, some money and say, okay, you know, you tell me what you want me to go bet, and uh, that should be interesting. I will, I will tell you. 
Um, we'll go down to the paddock and look at the horses, and their heads will be spinning. All right. This cocktail is good. Yeah, it is. We really need to start making a lot more with uh, chartreuse, green chartreuse. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. In, I mean, we still got a half a bottle. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because a lot of the ones that I'm making... Uh, the last word is still one of my favorites. And and you just you don't have to use too much. No, that's what I'm bar saying. Like or just what, a, yeah. yeah, just a splash. Yeah. All right, I'll tell you what. Let's do this. Let's do go over race 10, which is a grade 3. It's Ten. for... Uh, it's a mile and a half. No, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry, I don't have my glasses on. A mile and a 16th. Three-year-olds. It's the fantasy. Okay. Stakes. And... Well, it's for fillies here. Yeah. Uh, any grays in the race? Okay, let me. I'll quickly go down and see if there's any grays. Okay. And then, we'll, oh, yes. Long shot gray there. Any of my favorites? Any? Uh, there's only 10 horses here. Okay, here any we go. Any love berries? <laughs> we wish. All right, here we go. The one she's looking lucky. Yeah. Okay. Two grand love. Steve Asmussen, Tyler Gaffleoni. Three Toehead. Uh Toehead was a couple weeks ago. Toehead ran uh, February twenty fifth. Yeah. In the Honey Bee Grade yeah. Three. Yeah. Finished fifth. Okay. We're not jockey. we're not picking Toehead. Mike Maker. Three works since then. Um Yeah. I don't think I don't think she's any, fast enough. Uh any uh horses stand out here? Well, so far no. Um she's looking lucky's five to two on the morning line and no, Do you know we've been doing uh, we've been doing this podcast for like months, and I still don't understand what the morning line means. Okay, so would they set the morning line, and what the, it's basically what they think the horse is going to go off at. So it just kind of starts. And, yeah. yeah and when it, you say what the horse is going to go off at. Oh, because you can bet the horse it's ten to one. Okay. Can it, you explain this like a five year old? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Do that. The morning to line, the listener. The, <laughs> <laughs> the morning line is what the line setter thinks the horse is going to what the odds the horse is going to be when the race starts so like 30 to 1 this this horse the gray okay taxed the morning line is 30 to 1 you understand that like nobody understands what you just said also <laughs> I know at least one person understood that. All right. When the race starts, that horse has a 30 to 1 chance to win. No, your money that you put on it. You went So, your money has a 30 to 1 chance of That's what they think it's going to be. That's not necessarily what it is. The morning line is just basically setting the favorites. And then they just they would rank them kind of. All right, like, like you were explaining this to a five year old. <laughs> Explain it. My kids, my kids are almost twelve and eight. I know, but you've done this a number of times. Explain this like a five year old. 
So uh, the way I explained it to them was, it's a $2 bet. Okay. Horses 30 to 1. Okay. If they win, how much money do you win? I mean, if you bet a dollar, you win 60? It's a $2 bet. So, yes. 30 to 1, $60. That's how I explain it. Okay. Longer shots, shorter. But... The morning line basically is just a guess, and then you have to watch the tote board live, and then because depending on how much money gets bet, then it moves. Okay, I mean that's kind of, and then so they sit there and go, oh this horse, oh now that horse is the favorite, now this horse is the favorite. It's basically just people putting their money out, and their money is their opinion. Yeah, I guess. So you're on a horse racing podcast. You need to explain this to people. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, because uh, most of the listeners here are actually here for the cocktails. Correct. Oh, and you know what? More and more actually have been leaving uh, comments uh, talking about the uh, our artificial intelligence uh, talks. So really, no, it's total bullshit. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I was going to say <laughs> nobody cares. Uh, no, but they do care about like our 10 minute Literally, talk about nobody like, is actually listening to this podcast. Dave Matthews Band and the Fugees. So, no, actually, nine people listened last week. I, I assume you listened once. Yeah, I, didn't, yeah. I, don't li- I don't ever listen. I was one. Okay, you know what? Number four horse taxed long shot on the board. And I felt totally terrible about last week, by the way. Why is that? Because I was really hammered. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Know. That's. It's called Colts and Cocktails, Nick. That's. I mean, true. It's on brand. This is the Gray Horse taxed. Um, the trainer's name is Randy Morse. Have we ever talked about him before? No. He's hitting at fifteen percent. Really? Yeah. During this uh, meet, and then in twenty twenty three, he's hitting at nineteen percent. I don't know. Total earnings. Um, for the horse? Yeah. Let's look here. Oh, this horse is taking blinkers off, dude. Oh. Oh. Blinkers off. The blinkers yeah. are coming off. Yeah. Let it fly. That's a uh, that's a Baffert strategy. That's a move. Yeah. Oh shit. This jockey and trainer combo is hitting for a three dollar and twenty cents ROI. Ooh, a, a 31 to 60 day layoff, $3.12 ROI. Um, blinkers off ROI, zero. Oh. No, but I like it. I like it. We're price hunting. Really? 30 to 1. All right. Why not? The sire's name is collected. The dam is Yankee Union. All right. I'm down for it. All right. Here it is. The lo- Nick's long shot play of the week. Yankee Union. Uh, here's the thing. Uh, Aaron Judge, first, uh, first at swing? that first swing of the season. I know I could get you to come right back. I knew four, I could get you to come right back. 420 feet, 420 feet. Here's the next horse, uh, the five. Take charge, Brianna. I mean, you know, it's another D. Wayne Lucas. Sure. Then we've got wet paint, of course, from the Brad Cox barn. Yeah, F- Flavian Pratt's in town. Oh, big whoop! Yeah. You know, no big whoop, no big whoop. Oh, hey Brian, yeah. uh, pate, coffee, coffee talk. Oh, pate. Of course, pate is being ridden by Flavian, or I'm sorry, Florent Giroux. 
Wow. Yeah. Oh, we're doing Flavian Pratt and, and Florent Giroux yeah. in the same race because and they're in their teen off right next to one another. Really? Hope they don't bump right out of the gate. Yeah. I mean, that'd be terrible. All right. Royal Spa. Eh, doesn't run. Olivia Twist. Oh. Snap. Oliver Twist. Have we talked about Oliver Twist on this podcast before? The 1966 musical? Have, have we? Or 1968 musical? Which year not. was it? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. We more, might have to, we more might. please. We might. I, like I have said, every time that you have named uh, jockeys, more please. <laughs> oh, uh, Cabrera is on Olivia Twist. Maybe, oh. maybe including the super. I don't know. Hey, I mean, I'm just throwing out things here. You know, it's not Todd Pletcher. It's Todd Fincher mm. as the trainer. I'm just throwing things out. That's no big deal. Okay, and then uh, the ten horse. Um, of course, this is completely on brand. Condensation. Yeah. Of course. I mean, we're here in the Midwest. It makes sense. <sighs> well, I'll tell you what. Here's what we're going to do. Short break. Come right back. Talk about the Arc Derby. We're going to talk about doubles into the Arc Derby and then the double to the last race of, this, of the day. Okay? Because Let's look, do it. Yes, this is what we're doing. And then we're going to get Nick's picks. For the final four. Oh, God. Which you may have a, a different nickname for. <laughs> Look at us now with snacks. That's true. Mmm. Oh, no. Nosh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is good. Plus nosh. Oh, excellent. It makes me think of Oakland Park. Race 11. Are you ready for this? Yeah. All right, here we go. Now, uh, very important, important, we're going six furlongs, okay? Okay. Dirt sprint. This is for three-year-olds and up. The one horse, Go West. Bill, no, I'm sorry, Brett Calhoun is the trainer. Ray Lou Gutierrez in the mount. Okay, I, I feel you were there. You don't really like that one. How about two, Breslau? You want me to spell that for you? B-R-E-S-L-A-U. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Summer in Malibu. I'm more on board. Dr. Perry. Way more on board. Yeah, exactly. I knew when I saw Dr. Perry that you were going to be like, let's, yeah, let's do Dr. Uh, Perry. All right. Steve Asperson. Oh, Asmussen. Yeah. yeah. All right. Gaffalioni. Yeah. Might as well just bet Asmussen, Gaffalioni as much as possible. Ultimate, the five horse. Ultimate? Yeah. <sighs> Damn. Yeah. Tap its spirit. I mean, ultimate. Yeah. Has a lot of head. How about Tappet's spirit? Cabrera, yeah. Cabrera in the mount, though. Yeah. Emerald yeah. Emerald Forest. Trying. 
Okay, now here's another Asmussen, uh, and this, his son, is in the mount. Rider's Special. Rider's Special was in a previous... No. No? No, this predates what's the my, pop, the What's my What's my uh, line on these guys? 20 to 1. Yeah. Is that your nuke? No. Okay. Absolute Chaos. That one... Absolute, no, Absolute was, Chaos is in a previous race, yeah. and I'm here for Absolute Chaos. We... I mean, this... Wait, this, who's, uh, who's on the mount for... Castillo. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Um, the the podcast should be called Colts and Cocktails and subtitled Absolute Chaos. Should. Oh, Ignitus. No. Like Ignite the Clan. No, I know. I know. I know. What? I'm, yeah. But it's a no. Dwayne Lucas horse, my friend. Yeah. Dwayne Lucas. All right. By the way, even... Dwayne Lucas has not done well for me. Okay, all right. How about this? And I don't even know how to say this, so I'm just going to say Excel, but it's E-X-X-E-L. Driven by whom? Tyler Bays. No. Okay. Favorite Outlaw? No. All right, that's it. Those are your... All right. You got to pick two. Uh, Throw me down. One more time? Yeah. All right, go west. Breslaw, Summer in Malibu, Dr. Perry, Ultimate, Tappet Spirit, Emerald Forest, Rider's Special, Absolute Chaos, Ignitus, XL. Right. The, uh, the first two and the third. Go West, Breslaw, and Summer in Malibu? Yeah. One, two, and three. Yep. You like the inside posts? I do. All right, you heard it here first. All right, first leg of the pick two, or the, I'm sorry, pick two. <laughs> double. We're playing a double here. Race 11 into race 12, the Arkansas Derby. And here are the horses. Are you ready for this? The one horse. Dwayne Lucas, Bourbon Bash. Last time out, finished fifth. Number two, Interlock Empire. Out of Kenny McPeak's barn. Cabrera in the mount. One last time. Five links. The three horse. Harlow Cap. All right. Tell me what what Kenny McPeak has done. Okay, Kenny McPeak. uh, One last start. It's $1.41 ROI. Dirt a dollar eighty four routes two dollars and two cents ROI and then graded stakes a dollar nine. The uh, jockey and trainer in twenty two twenty three is two eighty eight. And um, by the way, does that mean something? On a, uh, it's the return on investment ROI on a two dollar bet. All right. So what does it mean? Um, the average of all the so like. Out of 487 uh, routes, uh, hitting 17%, and with an average, so on the ones that he won, $2.02. So very small. Okay. But out of 487, so you got to think, you know. 
So he won some higher odds of races. Um, let's see. He won last time coming out of the uh, 11 hole. So he was on the outside last time. Winner going away. Okay. Retains All a right. jockey. Um, the four, Two Eagles River. This horse has raced five times. Career. Two wins, two seconds, one third. Not a bad deal. Ah, let's see. Coming off of a layoff. One is last start. Mm, I kind of like this horse. Might be a little bit of a front runner. I don't know. We'll see. Um, number five, airtime. Five lifetime races, three firsts, and a uh, show finish. So, four out of five in the money. Six, Angel of Empire. Flavian and Pratt. Brad oh, okay. Cox. Obviously, naturally. Whatever you right. want to call it. Yeah. And let's see. The seven horse is Rocket Can. We've talked about Rocket Can before. Mm-hmm. Um... Junior Alvarado on the mount. Here's your horse right here. Uh, Tim Yakteen trained the eight reincarnate. Hall of Famer Johnny Velasquez in the mount. Um, finished third in the Rebel. Won the Sham. In he didn't win. In January. Oh. Okay. He was still trained by Baffert in January. Then they switched it to the Yakteen barn. Because they thought they had a derby horse here. He switched his horses earlier this year than he did last year. The nine, King Russell, out of the Ron Moquette barn. One last time out um, in a maiden special weight. So, stepping up in class here, for sure. Um, Asmussen's got the ten, Red Route 1 with, you guessed it, Tyler Gaffleoni. Uh, finished second in the Rebel and second in the Southwest. So, how about we just plug the 10 in second in our straight trifecta? Oh, here you go. Colomio. There we go. Oh, my goodness. You guys are literally just placing bets. Yeah. On some dude. Oh, absolutely. No. Well, there's a method to the madness. No, there isn't. Well, this Colomia horse is way overmatched. Using the super only. This is... No. This... Goes... Wait. Oh, it's been running... It's been running on grass. And now goes back to dirt. Where I mean, this is, I mean, I don't even, this will be the kind of horse that wins out of nowhere because nobody saw, because of something in the oat bag. Got it. Kind of like something in the popcorn, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. All right, so, you got to pick two. You ready? Okay. Bourbon Bash, Interlock Empire, Harlow Cap, Two Eagles River, Airtime, Angel of Empire, Rocket Can, Reincarnate, King Russell, Red Route 1, and Colomio. What's the first two? Bourbon Bash, 
and Interlock Empire. Number one. All right, you're going to go with Bourbon Bash, and I'm going to go with Two Eagles River. So we've got one, two, three over two, four, or over one, four for our daily double into yeah. the Arkansas Derby. And I'm looking at, um, I'm looking at the four, Two Eagles River, ten to one on the morning line, uh, placing a decent sized bet on that horse. Okay. Um, I'm going to have to think about that some more, but. Let's go to the last race. One mile on the dirt. It's an allowance race for four-year-olds and up. Um, oh, great. There's 14 horses entered. Number one, knocker down. Knocker. And then down. That's Brad Cox. Giroux. Florent. Giroux. Yeah. We've got 50 cent dollars. Lord Captain. Oh, Mr. Thunderstruck. So not just Thunderstruck, but Mr. Thunderstruck. Which is just fantastic. Uh, Mamzooj. We're not even going to touch that. Uh, Back Ring Luck. Costa Terra. Steve Asmussen. Yeah. Tyler Gaffleone. Again, Outlier. Yep. Gabriel Saez. Um, Tonka Warrior. Emerald Express. Efficiency. Megan's Honor. And then we've got some uh, alternate entries. So here's where I'm going to run them down one more time. You ready? Knock her down. 50 okay. cent dollars. All right. Lord Captain. Mr. Thunderstruck. Mam Zooj, Back Ring Luck, Costa Terra, Outlier, Tonka Warrior, Emerald Express, Efficiency, Megan's Honor. Wow. Two that you like. Tell you what, I'm going to tell you if they got any grays here. Because this could be a horse, you know, this could be a, this kind of looks like a gray horse uh, race. Which means there's not going to be one. No, there's not. See, told you. As soon as I started talking about it, I could have told you that that was going to be the case. I think you're going to stay, I think here's what you're going to do. You're going to stay close to the rail again. You're going to go with one, knock her down. And then I, I feel like you want uh, Tom Amos and the three Lord Captain. A pretty consistent runner, actually. I think that's how it's going to go. I think that's how it's going to play out, my friends. The one and the three. And then if you want to throw in another one, I mean, we like Mr. Thunderstruck, but I mean, you always got to go back to uh, Asmussen. 12 to 1, Costa Terra. Right. Can't go wrong. I mean, how could you? All right. Now we get to the important stuff. 
Final four. Knicks picks against the spread. FAU, the nine seed, versus San Diego State. San Diego State is a three-point favorite. Who do you like? I mean, might as well San Diego State. I think this is actually going to be a everything good game. Is, uh, everything is done. FAU's won 35 games, so 35 and 3, San Diego State 31 and 6. Yep. So you're going to win San Diego State laying the three points, huh? Yep. All right. Miami, a five and a half point underdog to UConn. This is a four seed versus a five seed. The whole thing is completely screwed at this point. There's no team. That's good. So you want Miami then? Might as well. Miami plus the five and a half. Yeah. So we're gonna go. We're laying the three with San Diego State, and then nobody we're nobody cares if Miami wins. People in South Beach do. Nobody in South Beach cares. There's at least one guy from the Levitard show that cares. I was going to say, like, there's three guys from Dominican that care. That's basically it. So, uh, here's what we're going to do. We're going to parlay these together. Okay. We're going to go lay the three, and then take the five and a half. And, let's see. Oh, wait. I got to go with a different sports book. I don't have a... I don't have a balance in this one. No. Minor detail. I'll tell you what, I do have delicious popcorn. Yeah. It's good. Okay, here we go. All right, San Diego State. Only laying two and a half here. And then Miami plus five and a half. Huh. And now we've got a little bit of a parlay that we want to do. Let's right. see. We're going to bet a whole $3.26 on this. Are you kidding me? We are doing We're this. Done. We're going to crush right here. I mean, this game is... You know what? You're finally going to win a Knicks pick. You got crushed last week in that live bet, by the way. Tennessee. That was true. That was a bad beat. Might have been the bad beat of the season. All right. Arc Derby coming. Final four coming. Next week, what are we going to cover? Now? I mean, this is going to be, a, I mean, completely sports letdown. Next week, we'll probably talk about the Yankees. They're undefeated at some point. That is true. 5 0. Right. I mean, I, I don't see anything else happening, right? Minus Errol just Chapman. <laughs> Not starting. <laughs> Cheers, Thank my friend. Thank God. 
episode 23. That is a wrap. See you next week. You know what my favorite part about this episode was? A lot. The popcorn noises. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a fiend. million not me being drunk. <laughs> oh, shit. If you know what? If I hadn't spent four hours trying to find stock records at the the office that would not be funny but yeah. it is good night and good luck <laughs>